Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. 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 Hello, everyone. If you're welcome. If you're welcome. <laughs> if you're. You're not welcome. You're not welcome. This is the end of the podcast. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Short and sweet. That's, that's how we said it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> so... We've still not come up with a name for this. No, we haven't. I called it Kirsty and Briny's Comfort Zone when I put up the first one. I like that. It's, it's, it's pretty comfy. Should we keep it with that? It's pretty then? comfy. Should we just stay with that? Yeah. yeah. Welcome, everyone, to Kirsty and Briny's Comfort Zone. There you go. I've made it official now. Oh, perfect. Welcome to the Comfort Zone. I T posed and took authority. Is that what you do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Oh, no, I like that. That's a cute name. Now we can start doing merch. <laughs> yeah. The most important part the most we've important recorded part. one episode the only reason you know we've got so many fans Money. already let's start making merch <laughs> we can have big cozy jumpers oh my and, god uh hot chocolate mugs yes that you can't drink anything else other than hot chocolate only hot chocolate yeah we could have like a big blanket a big old make cushion hot chocolate <gasps> like the you know you get the chocolate um the ones that are like big lumps of chocolate, but they're on a stick and you have to stir yes. it into like your choice of milk. I love those. You can have those, but in the shape of our heads. Oh my God. <laughs> You're a genius. <laughs> but then it would just melt off like that guy in Indiana Jones, <laughs> which is actually not that comforting now I think about it. It's cool though. <laughs> That's pretty badass. We're brainstorm. We're brainstorm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, we'll, we'll add that one to the list. Put it's a, a pin in, in there. progress. Yeah. <laughs> So for anyone uh, listening to this, basically we did a, I paused then because I was like, is there any point in me talking about this? But I, I'll get it out of the way. Yeah. We we did what was going to be a one-off podcast, but we're back by popular demand? Question mark. Is that what you call it when we wanted to do it? <laughs> yeah. Our own popular demand. Yeah. We, um, we polled two people that might have been us. Yep. And they both said they would like to do more of it or hear, hear more of it. Absolutely. I, mean. <laughs> I love hearing my own voice. <laughs> Perfect. I just want hot chocolate now. I feel like it's too early in the day for me. It's never too early for hot chocolate, Bryony. Do you know, I, one of the things I like about when I used to go on holiday to France as a child would be that they would always have hot chocolate for breakfast, but it feels different. You know, one of those things that feels different when you're on holiday. like Yeah, so you're allowed to do it. Like day drinking. <laughs> <laughs> When you get like a fresh baguette in the French sun and you sit outside and mm -hmm. you eat it and it's like, and then you come home and you're still in like that vague holiday mode. So you go down to Sainsbury's and get a baguette and then you're like, it's not the same. It's not it? the same. It's <laughs> raining outside. It's cold. Uh, this, this baguette sucks. 
do love a fresh baguette. Though. I do. Just fresh bread. Honestly, fresh bread on holiday, it, does, it just hits different, doesn't it? It's so good. Yeah. I can't really remember what being on holidays like because no, me neither. So it has long. been so long where did you last go oh um, you went to you've been to like uk ones haven't you yeah i've been like little weekend breaks i went to york recently 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 where else have i been well, obviously bristol but abroad probably like mallorca or something maybe mallorca maybe spain Ooh. but that was so long ago i can't even remember what about you i think my last like two holidays have both been to norway Ooh one time in February and the time before maybe like November time so they've both very much been winter holidays yeah I went down to um Cornwall oh yeah that was a nice sunny holiday Cornwall was so nice I've been there once and I loved it it's just nice being by the sea sometimes yeah and the sea in Cornwall is just so nice compared to the sea we have over on this side of the country in a really strange way I like being by the sea because it makes me feel insignificant but in a comforting way do you get what I mean like yeah. it, it sort of puts you in perspective not like in the in the sort of existential crisis insignificance way that I have when I listen to Brian Cox talking about the space <laughs> that is like oh my gosh nothing has any meaning mm-hmm. but like when I'm by the sea I'm like but it's okay <laughs> Everything will be fine. Everything's fine. It just puts your life problems into perspective and you're like, I'm part of a bigger thing and mm. this this is nice. There's something nice and calming about being by the sea. I don't like being at sea. I, I am terrified of the ocean, but being next to the sea is nice. Yes. I remember one time I was on like a big cruise ship and it was so rocky that when we were lying in bed and our beds were like 90 degrees to the side of the ship and when the boat tipped up, we would actually slide down the bed. <laughs> it was like <laughs> that. That's oh deep. no. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know what I'd be like. I I think I'd be okay, but I think it's like on smaller boats and stuff. Yeah, you feel it a lot more. Like you know when yeah, you go to like the beach and they get pedalos out and go out into the bay sort of thing. I, I hate that. Like when people would slide down the little slides they have on those and go into the sea and go for a swim, I'd be sitting in the boat just like, "Nope, I'm not going in there. That's terrifying. <laughs> Horrible." scary Aww. when I played um, Subnautica on stream I, uh, I, I don't, you've never played Subnautica have you? no I'm too scared that I'll run over a fish oh I run over them all the time it's really hard to <laughs> avoid so that's probably for the best but um, in Subnautica basically you have an area that you're allowed to play in and if you stray any further than that it basically becomes a bottomless pit of ocean full of monsters and it's this horrible deep blue colour and I accidentally strayed into it once but I was right at the surface so I'm like just swimming along in my little submarine and I was like where am I so I ducked down under the water and it was just blue void and it scared me so much I just started crying on stream and everyone's oh like are no. you okay I was like it's the ocean <laughs> Oh my goodness, yeah. And um, honestly, it's it's weird. Like, I've, I've experienced most of my fear in video games because I don't find myself in the ocean very much in real life. In Grand Theft Auto as well, like GTA Online, I remember we took a boat out to see if we'd get attacked by a shark and I jumped into the water and looked down and I was like, ah! <laughs> I don't care about the shark, I don't like the sea. I realised that at the beginning of this, we decided we were going to call it comfort zone and now we've just discussed our biggest, our biggest deepest, deepest, deepest fears. fears. Yeah. <laughs> feelings of insignificance. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's about part of the course really, isn't it? But also the sea can be very comforting. Yay. Yeah, whoosh. Whoosh. Ah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> so we're going to try and keep things a little bit shorter because the first one we did, we did like four drinks. Well, I say we, three of them were mine. <laughs> it was just me, me, me. But I thought if we try and stick to just one dream, maybe one dream each, maybe just mm-hmm. one dream between us. Yeah. And uh, then it won't take our nameless editor three months to edit it. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> The nameless editor whose name is Bryony. Oh, I just realised we didn't introduce ourselves, did we? Oh, well, well, I said I said it's Kirsty and Bryony's. So, oh I yeah, mean, we, but we didn't say who was who. Who's who? I don't know. <laughs> who knows? We're the one and the same. I am Bryony. I am Kirsty. Hello. By process of elimination. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a, a couple dreams recently that mm-hmm. I haven't recorded, and I feel a bit sad about it because I feel like they were better than the dream I did record. Oh, well, do you want to talk about those? I'll give a brief summary of those just because of why I thought they were cool. Okay. The one I had last night was, well, actually, maybe it was just more interesting than cool, but I dreamt that I had a baby. Oh. <laughs> It felt very real and it was just so strange because I've never had a baby and I never (laughs) usually dream about having babies. So I was just like, huh, I made this with my mind. I have also dreamt that you not like had a baby in the dream, but you you had a baby on your person before. I I have dreamt that. I remember you you had a little baby hanging off you like a little baby chimp. I can't remember what actually happened in the dream, but I just remember that one detail. It's just weird. There's just something about you and babies, I guess. Yeah, maybe I am very like, broody but more for rabbits bunnies yeah (laughs) i i just i like nurturing Mm -hmm. my other dream was cool because i met luchasaurus who's a wrestler i would like to meet and basically i went to this place and i got to meet him and then i was like so he is for people who don't know wrestling he is part of a group called jurassic express who are jungle boy luchasaurus and marco stunt and i was like like marco stunt hasn't been in wrestling for ages and i was like oh my gosh does that mean Marco's here and he was like yeah yeah he's fine he's right here because I've been quite worried about him and he was like yeah he's right here and then they led him out this room and then they were like can you not talk to Marco please and they just led him away and I was like Marco are you okay are you okay and I just never got to actually check up on him but I did get to meet Luchas (laughs) which is why I I liked it (laughs) that sounds like a good dream (laughs) it is do you ever like meet someone in your dream and then I'm like what if they dreamt about me (laughs) like I dreamt I met this random person (laughs) how it works yeah that's that's definitely how it works absolutely do you ever dream about someone but it's a bit of a weird dream and then you're worried that they know somehow yeah or you have an argument with them in your dream and you wake up and you're angry at them i've woken up in like a grump with alex before and then when i've actually thought why i'm like oh no wait that was a dream (laughs) (laughs) would you like to hear the dream i did record yes Yes, yes, yes. And we'll see what's been going on in my brain recently. Uh, recently. Okay. Three, two, one, go. I don't really know what was happening. It was like Simon Clark was running this class teaching you how to like, it was like he had to do a voiceover for an advert or something. So I was put with this random guy and we had to do an advert for like, a cleaning product and I didn't know what to do and the only idea I had was that I was gonna do it from pretending that we were what are they called the like minions from Dungeon Keeper and just be like oh, so, 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 
clean your house or <laughs> something i don't even know but then when i was walking back to the classroom to show simon this hawk moth like landed on my face and i was trying to peel it off but it just wouldn't move and i was so scared about like i didn't want to squeeze it but i was really freaking out about this moth but then i was like i'd gone to birmingham for some reason and staying in this big hotel and all i wanted to do was hang on all i wanted to do was record my dream but i couldn't find a quiet place to do it so i was just trying to find a quiet corner but i kept getting called away like there was this lady who was like we've had someone drop out of our ladies lunch you have to come and drink with us and i was like i don't want and then there was like i tried to go upstairs but there was like the floor had broken like the corridor floor had broken and the guy who plays doc ock was there and he was the caretaker and he was trying to fix it eventually i managed to get upstairs and then i was on the phone but i was talking to alexa and she was like i've deleted all your recordings as um, I've deleted all your recordings as I thought you were on a gap year and I was like, I'm in Birmingham. We have a gap year. And yeah, I don't really remember much else. It was just very strange. There was something about an octopus, but I don't remember. Wow. My main takeaway from that dream, right, is that you were probably thinking, I need to have a dream and I need to record it to do a podcast so you ended up dreaming about recording for the podcast that was the thing i remember i was worried like what if i don't record one or if i don't have any dreams and i think i've created a sort of like not meta what's the word like a self-fulfilling prophecy is that what it's called yeah about like i ended up finally dreaming but about recording a dream (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly and the Simon Clark was there. I love that. This last time, who was it that guested in your dream? Oh, we had um, Triple H. Yes. A cardboard cutout of Triple H. My dad, uh, Jeff Goldblum, Adam and Dave or something they were called. And this time it's Simon Clark. Dr. Simon Dr. Clark. Dr. Simon Clark. <laughs> so I guess he was probably because I did the quiz with him and he was hosting that maybe i just he's now the host in my mind right i get the feeling that doc ock was there because i've been watching a lot of the great pottery throwdown and one of the judges reminds me of him so i think in a lazy way i just (laughs) yeah i don't know why (laughs) yeah he reminds you of dr octopus (laughs) yeah like the guy i the guy who plays him he just has i think they have like a similar shaped head or something it's just melina isn't it yeah the the crying man from pottery throwdown down reminds me of the farmer from Chicken Run and I can't unsee it. I don't know why he was fixing the floor. It was a very all over the place dream. I think the main thing I remember when I like from waking up from it was basically I love insects and they fascinate me, but I don't like them touching me. Yeah. And that feeling of having something on your face and you can't take it off. Mm-hmm. Like I feel very uncomfortable when I wake up from dreams where something has touched me. Yeah. No, that's that makes sense. Especially if it's like something like a, a bug. Bit like, yeah. Bug. Bug. <laughs> maybe maybe the bug. I don't know. 
maybe we've been talking about basically I haven't recorded a dream this time because I just keep having dreams that are very sort of not stressful but they they seem to be echoing the things that I'm worrying about a bit so I wake up and I'm like that's not very fun so I've just not recorded it so maybe like the bug is the fact that you are worrying about having to record maybe or it's it's some sort of underlying stress or worry yeah maybe again we have no idea what we're talking about this is just me like Oh my gosh, do you still have your dream book? Can you look up moth? I'll look up moth. Hang on, let me find the book. Uh, where did I put it? Big moth. To see a moth in your dream indicates that unseen damage will not become apparent until it's too late. What? Oh no. <laughs> It's important to pay attention to minor details and not overlook things or others. Alternatively, the moth may symbolise your weaknesses, character flaws, or a dangerous attraction to someone who's not good for you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Is it Luchasaurus? It's Dr. 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 Octopus. Oh no. <laughs> what about, hang on, H-O-J-K, A-B-C-D-E-F, F-F-F-F. What about face? Where was it on your face? Do you remember? It was on my left cheek. Because oh. I remember, even though it was definitely a moth, it was like a massive moth, but it felt like a slug when it was on my face. Oh, okay. Like it felt like one big sucker. Like, ooh. <laughs> that was my best explanation. <laughs> I'm wondering if it's something to do with... I'm trying to piece together when in the week this would have been because I chipped my tooth at some point. So I wonder if I, I was just having, like, face fear. <laughs> face <laughs> like something fear. to do with my face. Yeah. And the fear... I, I don't know. Which is weird because often, uh, apparently dreams about teeth are anxiety dreams. So why wouldn't I just dream about teeth if that was the yeah, case? Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm going to look up slug since you mentioned it. Wasp, worm, spider, slug. Okay. Slugs rarely appear in a positive light in dreams. Consider whether you've been denying some part of yourself. If you have, accepting this part might be the best medicine. Oh. They're associated with sticky, difficult situations or emotions with which you'd rather not deal. The only way to remove the problem is to deal with it slowly and carefully. Slowly peel the slug off your slowly face. Slowly peel the slug off of your face. <laughs> Even though it's a moth. Slug moth. Slug moth. Slug moth. That's a difficult one because I feel like I'm very hot on my sleeve. I find it difficult to hide if I feel a thing. It's why I very often like feel bad if I'm playing a game on stream that I don't like because I'm not good at hiding. hiding. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm like that. But I also don't like talking badly about things. So I'll try very much to be like, it's not my sort of thing, but... Maybe someone would like it. We know, we know the code now. We know the code now. Oh, no. <laughs> Bridie hates it. <laughs> oh, what else happened? Um, the little minions, you said. Minions from... It was Dungeon Keeper. Dungeon Keeper. I've never played Dungeon Keeper, so I don't know what they look like. Oh my gosh. It's great. I It was like one of my favorite games when I was growing up, Dungeon Keeper 2. Mm -hmm. Daddy Pig does the voiceover, oh. which is another reason to like it. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Richard Ridings. Uh -huh. And he would just say random things like, your dungeon is full of yogurt. Have your minions eat it. Or your dungeon floor is very lumpy. Have your minions jump up and down. <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I just love it so much. But the little minions, yeah, they just sort of scuttle around and you can just hear their little flappy feet and they'll just be like... <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was a good idea for a cleaning product. I don't really associate them with cleanliness. Unless they're like licking all the yogurt off the floor. That's true. I'll make it clean. When I'm watching the tennis, I like to pretend that the ball 
children are minions. The ball children. Ball, ball boys and girls. What's the collective? <laughs> Are they not called ball children? Ball children. Child Dubal. <laughs> or Font Dubal. I believe is the correct term. Yeah. But I, whenever... Because Alex really likes watching the tennis and when we first started watching it together, I wasn't that fussed. So to keep myself entertained, I would make the minion noises whenever they were collecting the balls. <laughs> when they started scuttling around, I'd just be like... Bzz, 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 bzz. Mine, 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 mine. <laughs> and then I slowly learned the rules of tennis, and now I quite enjoy the sport itself. Oh I've God. gone off on a tangent and I've forgotten where I started. <laughs> <laughs> my brain has wandered off down its own merry path. Good. That's the idea. That's the idea for the podcast. We want to wander off. But yeah, we were talking about your dream. Do you do you think that if you have a dream about something? This is good. There's no way that I can't say this without sounding a bit weird. Do you think that if something's touching you in a dream, something's touching you in real life? Honestly, yeah. Sometimes. I think I've had dreams where like tabs just hitting me in the face, but I've dreamt that something else is happening. Like, I, I can't remember what, but just like, I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, he's hungry. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was a kid as well. I, there's one dream that I just remember and I've always remembered for some reason. Have you ever seen A Bug's Life? Yeah. I was in a room with, what was his name? Hopper? You know, the bad grasshopper yes. in a bug's life and he was like interrogating me and I was like I don't know what he was asking me about but he was he was trying to get some information out of me and I was like nope nope not telling you I'm not, not gonna tell you and then he was like well that's it I'm gonna have to tickle you and I was like no nah! and then he started tickling me and I woke up because my mum was tickling me to wake me up <laughs> so I somehow knew that my mum was gonna end up tickling me in my dream and then it woke me up so yeah it was it was really weird that is so weird I don't understand things like that with how like I've had it before where my alarm or a noise that wakes me up will be in my dream and I'm like but I'm waking up to the noise so how did I preempt it like Mm -hmm. the time in dreams just seems so distorted yeah is it that that's not how it happened and our mind just squished it together and squished it and expanded it at the same time to make it think there was a build up to this or like it's just it's so weird I I think it probably could you know I obviously don't know anything about the brain and how it works in terms of dreams but I, I remember another time uh, when I was a kid, I was getting ready to go to sleep, laying in bed, and it was a school night. And I blinked, and then it was the morning. Literally, I blinked, and that was it. The night was gone, and I was like, what the heck? And then I had to get up and go to school. <laughs> so I was like, oh, <laughs> I haven't even slept. I just blinked. <laughs> so, like, the time definitely ends up, I don't know, just a bit distorted when it comes to sleeping. Definitely. It's very weird. You've reminded me of when I was in primary school and I thought I had a really big brain move. I was like, if I go to bed, if my school uniform I can have a lie in because I don't have to get up and get dressed (laughs) I remember going down to breakfast in what was obviously like the most crumpled uniform you've ever seen and my mum was like what have you done go and get changed I was like oh I thought I was so clever. Oh, I finally cracked that it. That is I've a big brain the, uh, move. This is a, a speed run. <laughs> School run, speed run. Oh, I just remembered another one. You know, like talking about waking up to your alarm, but it's in the dream sort of thing. I got an Alexa recently and I have been using the alarm on it. And the other day I woke up, well, I dreamt that the alarm was waking me up. 
but I was like, Alexa, stop. And it just wouldn't stop. And I was like, Alexa, stop. And it just kept going. I was like, Alexa, stop. And it kept going, kept going. And eventually I woke up with the alarm going and I was like, oh, I was dreaming. <laughs> it was so bizarre. <laughs> the ones I always find weird, I used to have this recurring wake-up dream where I would be running around my old school playground and we used to have, we would have trees in the playground, but they were like within little like raised squares. Right. And I would be running around and I would trip over the square. And do you ever do that thing where you, you trip in a dream and you wake up and it's like you're bouncing it's like you've just jumped back onto your bed yeah you sort of wake up with a real like Whoa. oh the what, like a hypnic is it is it a hypnic jerk is that what it's called something like that oh like where you you fall over in your dream and you wake up like Whoa, like that yeah. yeah 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 i used to do that and i was like did i just like sit up and lie back down or something or is it literally just a small movement that you do when you wake up yeah hypnic jerk it's called sudden involuntary oh. muscle contractions you might experience as you're falling asleep I would do it at the end instead. At the end. I do find it, if you're ever like sharing a bed with someone and if they start doing the little sleep twitches when they're falling asleep. I'm really bad for that. I I, I never realised how twitchy I was when I'm falling asleep until like I had to share a bed with someone. I, I am awful. <laughs> like Every like 10 minutes is like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm just twitchy. I'm just twitching over here, don't worry. We had the other night, I was in like Big Spoon and all of a sudden Alex woke me up and he was like, you pinched me. I was like, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. Apparently, I was just—I just pinched him on the arm really hard, and he was oh like, God. "Why did you do that?" I was like, "What? I don't know." <laughs> it's really bad, but I've done something similar. I—I I had a dream that I had someone like grabbing me, and I was trying to fight them off. So I tried to bite them, and I woke up and I bit the person I was sleeping next to. No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I was having a fight in my dream. <laughs> It's so weird how dreams can like... When people... Isn't there something that happens to make you stay still so you don't act out your dreams? And it's that failing that makes people sleepwalk. Oh, right. Okay. I can't remember the exact science. And then there's like... I think the extremes are... I mean, this is probably going to be very wrong. So if, if anyone understands more than this, please do correct. But I think one end of it is that it doesn't work and you sleepwalk and the other end is that it works too well and you wake up whilst it's still going on and that's when you have like the sleep paralysis demons. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess maybe it's like a little bit of that when it's let its guard down a little bit so you yeah. can still move and act out a bit but... And then you end up biting people. Not to the extreme of like getting up and walking around sort of mm -hmm. thing. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? No, thank no, goodness. me neither. Oh my gosh, the idea of it terrifies me. Yeah, me too. I, I, I used to have a teacher who, who got it quite often and and I think she told me once that if you sleep on your back, you're more likely to get sleep paralysis. So ever since, I've just been terrified of sleeping on my back. <laughs> I always have to sleep on my side. I hate sleeping on my back. Yeah. And I think it came from when I was little, my mum was watching this thing. It, it used to be that if dad was still at work and I couldn't sleep, I would sneak downstairs and mum would be like, okay, you can watch telly, but you can't face the telly if I'm watching something grown up. So I would have to like lie on the sofa facing the back of the sofa, <laughs> cuddled up with mum. And I was listening to this like haunted hotel thing she was watching and people were saying that there was one particular room where people would wake up and there would be a ghost sat on their feet. Aww. So ever since that day when I was like, I don't know, like 
seven or something, I guess. I slept on my side because I figured if my feet are on top of each other, I could always get one foot out from underneath the ghost if they sat on my feet. <laughs> Whereas if I was lying down, that's equal pressure on both and I couldn't escape. Yes. So it's this really dumb reason that ever since then I've been like, okay, I'm now going to lie on my side. That's it. Thinking ahead. Yep. Just in case I ever stay in a haunted hotel. <laughs> one step ahead of you, ghost. <laughs> You're not going to sit on my feet. <laughs> but it's it sort of, there's times when it's really bothered me because if you ever have like, like when I had my wisdom teeth out and my cheek was really swollen, I couldn't sleep on my back. And I, I was just like, I need to now. Or if you have like a really bad cold and you need to sleep like slightly mm -hmm. sat up or something. Yeah. Those are the times that I wish I wasn't so scared of ghosts. <laughs> I've been struggling to sleep quite a lot lately. And I'm like, oh, maybe if I try and sleep on my back, I might sleep a little bit better. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I will. <laughs> There's something like weird about me in that I, I'm terrified of getting sleep paralysis, but I like reading stories about people that have experienced it. Oh. Yeah, like there's one particular spooky boy who seems to show up in a lot of people's sleep paralysis dreams called the Hat Man. And it's just like a humanoid shadow figure with a hat. Oh. And a lot of people across the world have seen him. And it's really weird. It's cool. It's like, I don't want to see the Hat Man, but it's cool that everyone's seeing him. Weirdly, I literally just heard about the Hat Man this week because Did I you? saw a tweet of someone saying I can't remember what it was it's like okay so basically there's the thing I think it was one of those you know the two sentence horror stories yes, that there's yes, a yes. reddit for there's a twitter account that is bad ones of those mm -hmm. and I think one of them was something to do like I thought I was all relaxed and then the hat man showed up or something like that and <laughs> I was just like the heck is the hat man and it's I looked it up and I was man. like oh okay it's this sleep paralysis guy honestly some of them make no sense but I love them. I know. I follow that Twitter as well. It's so cute. Oh, <laughs> I really liked um Berry loved playing in the snow, but so did the meat worm. <laughs> <laughs> like, what does that even mean? What the hell? <laughs> Some of them are so good. But yeah, I think it was one of those that I was just like, oh, the hat man. Because my first thought was when I was growing up. There was, did you ever, I can't remember what they were called, but there was like the alphabet people. Alphabet? Oh, and they were what, all the cartoon? Different. Yeah, there was like yes. the kicking king and there was the hairy hat man was H. Oh. So I thought, for some reason, I thought He's it was a very up. specific character, <laughs> the hairy hat man. <laughs> I just thought maybe a lot of people were scared of him, but no. He's, he's moved on since they, they stopped that show. He's just haunting people now. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Oh God, that's a throwback. I I remember that. What was that called? I'm going to have to Google it after this. I think I just had a book that had them all in. There was a cartoon as well. I remember the books. Oh my God, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> Those are the ones that have stuck with me the most. I can't really remember any of the others. No, I can't. And they had like the uppercase ones and the lowercase ones, didn't they? Yeah. Oh my god. We've gone off on a real tangent here. Now we're talking about alphabet people. Alphabet. Well. Well, well, well. Did you did you have a dream you wanted to talk about? I know you said you didn't record one, but I didn't record one, but I do remember a few from when I was a kid. Like for some reason there are some that have just always stuck out in my brain. One in particular that I think I had when I was probably only I don't know, very young, maybe like six or seven, maybe even younger, I'm not sure. But it was set in my very, very first house that I lived in. And basically it was in the back garden and I was looking at the back door and a big polar bear came out of it. 
And I was like, oh my god, it's a polar bear. And just when I thought he was going to attack me, he turned into a giant garden gnome and he fell over. And I was like, whew, that's lucky. Uh, so then I started walking <laughs> down the garden a bit more. Uh, and we had these little walls just sort of on the grass, little brick walls. And I looked at the brick wall and there was some bricks missing. And there was a little cage in the wall that had a little hand in it, like a seven hand that was moving around like like the Adams Family. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what the heck? <laughs> and then I kept going. Um, we had quite a long garden. It had a garage at the end with like a little driveway and a back gate. Um, so this driveway, I was, I got to the driveway and then it opened up. And there was a giant lava pit underneath it. And that's it. That's the dream. And I've always remembered that dream. And I don't know why. It was so bizarre. It's so weird how like particular dreams can just stick with you. I have one that I've always remembered. It must be from around a similar age, I'd say. But it was like, basically, I went to... I got shown around a factory and it was like a really nice tour. It was sort of like, you know, Willy Wonka style, mm. a marvellous tour of a marvellous factory sort of thing. And then just as we get into the end, the factory guy is just like, I have one final thing I want to show you. And he opens up this box and inside it is a small inch long piece of flesh. Oh my God. And then all of a sudden I look down and I'm on a treadmill or like a, like a conveyor belt and I'm trying to run away and the flesh is just hovering behind me trying to get to me. And oh I'm my just God. running and running and running. And the weird thing is, I still remember it so clearly, like I was on this conveyor belt, but it's in the middle of a factory floor. I could have just at any point stepped left or right and got away and just run <laughs> through the door. I was like right by the front door. But instead I just kept running and I remember waking up just being like... <gasps> I remember it feeling like it had been a recurring dream, but I don't actually remember having it any other time. Right. But for some reason, ever since childhood, that has just, when I think about dreams, that is the dream that pops into my head. And I'm like, why? That's such a scary dream to have as a kid. And why a tiny, tiny dangly piece of flesh? Tiny flesh. <laughs> I guess maybe when you're a child, you've not really experienced... Well, I mean, I had a lovely childhood. There wasn't anything scary. So that maybe that was the scariest thing my brain could come up with was a little little bit of flesh. A little bit of uh, flesh. <laughs> oh, it's chasing me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> run away. But I can't run away. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I wonder what makes like certain dreams stay with you. Stuff like that. Because it's been so many years and I'll always remember that dream. Yeah. And yet... There'll be a dream from like last week that I just can't remember. It's it's very strange. I mean, I recorded the dream that we listened to like three days ago and I had already forgotten everything about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hearing it back, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I remember oh, yeah. this. I remember feeling bad because when I was saying it back, I was very sleepy, but at the same time, I was also very aware that I didn't want to offend anyone from Birmingham. <laughs> Because of being like, I'm not on a gap year. Why would I be on a gap year in Birmingham? <laughs> it's like, oh no. <laughs> I, I, to be fair, I don't know that many people go on gap years to Birmingham. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. There's there's one more dream that I remember. Um, I think this one's from when I was more like 12 or 13. But I was in a room. I think it was like a classroom from my junior school, maybe. And it had some armchairs in it. And my year three teacher gave me some blue sweets and they were like, they were sparkly. They, they they were sort of like little spirals and they were a deep blue and they were kind of glittery. They looked like a little galaxy. And when, well, I, I, I had a few of them from my teacher and I found another one down the side of one of these armchairs. And when you ate them, they made you fly. So I had one and then I was just flying around. But it was, it, I think I remember the dream 
dream so much because usually when you're like flying or running or jumping in a dream, it's kind of limited. Like you can't fly properly. But in this dream, I was like all over the place and it was great. So I just really vividly remember like being able to fly. And then I ended up flying around my senior school for some reason until I ran out of the sweets. <laughs> <laughs> So that was a cool one. But yeah, usually like dreams where I'm like jumping, like I have dreams where you do like the Mario triple jump and then you can fly for a little bit and then you end up landing again or you fly, but you're gliding and you end up back on the floor. But yeah, this one was very cool. It was just flying everywhere. I've heard that is one of the benefits of like lucid dreaming. Yeah. You can fly. Someone was... It's really weird. I was talking um, to some people about lucid dreaming the other day because I've never done it. But I was asking like, because you're still in control of it, do you still feel rested when you wake up? And one person was like, no, it's the most tiring thing. And then another person was like, yeah, I feel really rested. So I was like, I guess it's just a very personal thing. Yeah. They were saying like, if you try to focus on something specific, like your mug, and Mm. then if you see your mug in a dream, you know that you're dreaming and that's how you build up being able to do it. Mm -hmm. But I sort of like dreams taking me where they want to. I don't think I'd want to lucid dream. Yeah. I'd like to experience lucid dreaming. I think that would be a really cool thing to just try out. But yeah, at the same time, I really like the random direction that dreams tend to go in. Yeah. They're really good for like, especially when, I don't know why my brain links to this, but when you're like playing D&D or something like that, and and you, if you're running it, especially like, I've found that I've gotten ideas from dreams before, just from like dreams being so random and just throwing something at me. I'm like, oh, that's a cool idea. I'll put that in my campaign. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'll make a character based on that. And it's just, yeah. Or I want to draw a picture of that. And it's, yeah, I love it. I love the random ideas that you can get from dreams yeah so yeah like lucid dreaming is cool but at the same time limited by well it's all limited by your imagination but it's kind of limited by your waking imagination whereas regular dreams your brain just goes crazy (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just sort of like i don't know just going going to the cinema but it's in your brain (laughs) (laughs) exactly Oh dear, I think we've managed to ramble for nearly an hour again. Yeah, I was just, I just looked at the time and I was like, oh no. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Should we wrap up? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. This has been nice though. It has been cozy, even though we're talking about scary, fleshy dreams and deepest fears of the ocean and stuff. It's still cozy. Yeah. It's nice. I just, it's just nice having a little chat in it. (laughs) Exactly. It's just nice having a chat. Um, I do hope that people, you know, like when we did the first one and people were like, oh, I'd like to hear more of this. And then you worry that what if they're just saying it and then we do more and they're like, oh, no, we didn't actually want that. Sorry. (laughs) We just we were just being nice. It's like when people are like, oh, yeah, we should do this again sometime. And then you're like, I will never see you again. So hopefully if you've got this far, you've enjoyed it. Yeah. Let us know if you do and we can we can do more. And let us know if you don't like it because we'll do more anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it on a on a on a week by week basis. Do you want to hear more? If eventually it's more no, then we'll stop. No, we won't. Yeah. No, we won't. We'll we'll think about it, but then we just ultimately will not stop. Well, thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you, Kirsty, for being you. Thank you, Bryony, for being you. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.